Hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. This is Rich and Nick back with another look at a James Bond film. Hello. Hello. Diamonds are forever this week. The film felt like forever. <laughs> what what an upbeat opening, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't the worst. I but don't it wasn't that bad. I don't hate this one. No. No. We haven't... Oh, no, there, there is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I hate that one. Um, I, I don't hate this one. This is maybe the worst of the Connery ones. Only because he looks so old. Oh, there's, there's no doubt that in this one... I mean, he didn't want to do it after uh, You Only Live Twice. That, you know, that's why George Lasonby existed at all. Yeah. And and so they've got him back, and he really looks old. And they didn't. He didn't want to wear a hairpiece, as well. And so that it, it's not that he should have to, but it does age him a fair bit. Um. And and so yeah, he shouldn't have done this one. But I think it was Sean Connery did it, or nobody does it. And so in in which case it's probably better that it was Sean Connery, I suppose. We get Roger Moore next anyway. So that we do. Good. I've got to say, this is the first uh, Bond film with actual nipple in it. Is it really? Yeah. Where, where's? Oh, yes! I just saw the actual nipple. I've just, I was just I was just playing through it because it's been a while since I watched this because um, we just haven't had a chance to record. But I was just I was just sort of fast forwarding through and went, "Hang on a minute, actual yeah. nipple, actual nipple." Well, that that will happen when you surprise a lady by ripping off her bikini top in order to <laughs> strangle her with it. Which is apparently a perfectly acceptable way to behave if she knows what you need to know. And then it starts with this guy in a bowl full of brown goo. It does. I never understood the brown goo. I still do not understand the brown goo. What What is the brown goo? I, don't, uh, I think... I I just don't understand. It's it's kind it's almost like you expect that's how plastic surgery works. Like, maybe it's some sort of resin. Maybe you go into the bowl of goo and you come out looking like the person that you're supposed to look like. Oh, but you can be sat in there with a gun apparently. I also don't entirely understand why the guy in the bowl uh, the bath of goo dies. Does he? I'm, I'm watching it now. I don't understand why he suddenly stops struggling and goes under. It's this whole beginning bit annoys me. He he drowns. He doesn't drown. I've just played. Watch it happen. He doesn't drown as such. I think he may be meant to think he drowns. Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit cartoony in how how he dies. I think this stuff was mashed potato, wasn't it? And it apparently reeked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. It does look he, weird. He dies really quickly as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he just he's struggling, he's struggling. Oh, I've stopped now. That's it. It's really bad. I don't, Con- I don't get why he dies. Connery does look really old, though. Yeah, even from the the first scene you see to this one. I also think this is moving into a. <sighs> Wait, what's the right way of putting this? In the sixties, the fashion looks it's of course old because it's it's 50 odd years ago yeah but at the same time it is 
with, with the 60s, it feels like it's far enough back to be almost a period piece. But now we're moving into sort of the 70s, and the 70s just looked awful. <laughs> um, Brown and beige everywhere. Yeah, and, and it, 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 Sean Connery didn't look good in the 70s, just like no other human being in the, the Western Hemisphere looked good in the 70s. Uh, and so I, I think it's suffering from that. Just the cut of his suits, the style of his hair, which might have been very relevant at the time of release of this film. I like how you said his hair. Yeah. <laughs> the hair that is on his head. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whoever it belongs to. <laughs> you know? Always pissed off Blofeld's count there. That's it. Yeah, um, so so he's look like we don't see him at first, but then we do see him and he's looking for Blofeld. Um is this the same Blofeld? I don't know. Yeah, it's always the same Blofeld. Okay. It's it's is the head of Spectre. I I do think the the decision to have him played by uh, what's his name. I want to say Charles. Yes, Charles, Charles Gray. Yeah, doesn't fit in. I think he's badly cast as Blofeld. I think he was much creepier when it was Donald Pleasance with the scar, and the baldness and his weird creepy voice and everything and and you know when you don't see him. Yeah, and I, I think as well, you know, they, they use plastic surgery to get around the fact that loads of different people play him. It's, it's not, fine. Yeah, it's not a terrible idea. Heck, they were going to use that to explain the change in James Bond, weren't they? Yeah. So it's kind of a nice catch-all thing. This this credit sequence is dull. <laughs> They're all dull, though. Does it anyone really, really want that, to? It, and hang on, it's I've, what, what have I written down? I don't... So he has a bit of a, a ruck with Blofeld, and what, kills him? He kills two Blofelds, both but of it, which it will turn out are imposters. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and that's, This is just lots of shiny diamonds after that, isn't there? Yeah. I think th- this is one of the less spectacular plots as well. Like, maybe it's, it's someone just st- trying to steal a load of diamonds. There's no, like, take over yeah, the world, start it, it, World War Three kind of thing. It's just... He's, he's a glorified sort of policeman. It's a weird one, this, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, he's... <laughs> he, uh... oh. oh, this is the one with the weird blokes as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's oh, so I'd many forgot. weird things. Oh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been about a month and a half since I watched this. And so basically someone's smuggling diamonds out of the mine and hiding them in their teeth. Oh, there's there's all kinds of things, and then Mister Mister Wick, I can't read my own writing there, and Mister Kid, Mister Wint, and Mister Kid are these two weird fellows, and the the only way they can make them evil is by making them slightly homosexual. That was quite groundbreaking, though, wasn't it? Because this is, this is 1971. But but surely back in 1971, if you're homosexual, you must be evil. Well, I don't know. I I have my suspicions about them now, to be honest. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I suppose in some ways, yes, you've got two gay characters in a major uh, production, but at the same time, they are kind of assassin hitmen kind of people and not shown in the best light. But I've not because a- of their gayness, though. No. 
That's true. The, just the jo- yeah, the joke about that's it, the fact that they're gay actually is just coincidental. It does it. Nothing. No comment is made about that. So that's true. That's true. So yeah, yeah I guess in a way, it's it's not that negative. I think this bit in the mine is actually showing us the security they go through being diamond miners. Because yeah. we're seeing, go, oh, see, we check your teeth with tweezers and then look at the diamond for a very long time as we hold it up. Oh, no, but he's in cahoots, isn't he, the dentist? The dentist is the one who's stealing them and paying off the workers. And Mr. Mr. Wind and Mr. Kid want those diamonds. They found out about the plot and they want those diamonds and... So they they murder this dentist by uh, by scorpion, by sc- yeah, by scorpion, death by scorpion, a very but reliable actually, method of of murder. Yeah. They put a scorpion down his shirt, uh, which he'll never notice. But his his reaction is is beautiful. How quickly does a sto- a scorpion sting kill you? I don't think it can. Can it? I know that you Hang don't on. want to be got by a scorpion. I know Deadly that. scorpions. There must Let's be. See how deadly they are. And is it, is it true about... Top, first mo- here we go. Top five most deadly scorpion species. Okay. Indian red scorpion. Uh, deadly to man? Venom primarily affects the cardiovascular and pulmonary systems. Right, okay. Brazilian yellow scorpion. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Heart failure or an acclimation of fluid in the lungs. Right, so you really don't want to be stung by a scorpion then? No. Arizona bark scorpion. Oh, you see, that's just another incapacitate reason to go to Arizona. Area. Sting is very painful and can incapacitate the area of the sting and even cause convulsions or possible foaming at the mouth. Oh, my God. Wow, there you go. Scorpions man. are nasty. Yeah. I'll stay away from them then. The yellow fat-tailed scorpion is a hardy species that have particularly large stingers and potent venom that has been compared to that of the black mamba snake. Okay. Well, I'm sold on scorpions then. That's, okay, yeah. fair enough. They're accurate. They are. I take it back. I'd still shoot someone if I was an assassin, though. Especially as they're killing him, like, miles from anywhere in the desert. And then blowing up a helicopter, which I think would attract a lot of attention if you were trying to avoid attention. You know. But anyway, they are an odd couple, these two. They are. They look creepy. I was trying to work out who they were played by and whether I'd seen them anywhere else, but I didn't think I have. Isn't one of them a country singer? Hang on, you you you've got the IMDb there, Putter Smith. You see, that is a that is a country singer's name, isn't it? Oh, hang on, I'm clicking on the clicking on the character name. Um, he was in a few things. He's still alive. Who are you looking at, Mister Kid or Mister Wint? Putter Smith. I was All right, thinking. Bruce Bruce Glover. Is the other guy. Oh, he's known for Chinatown and Ghost World. He's still working. And an untitled Crispin Glover project. Good luck with that, Crispin. Oh, that was due to come out last year. 
I've got sidetracked now by making fun of Crispin Glover. <laughs> it's him and a porn star and the guy who's in Diamonds Are Forever. That's the cast list of his film, for God's sake. That's terrible. Although in his profile picture there, he's he's got a scorpion again. He must be renowned for his work with scorpions. But he looks like he should be in something like Game of Thrones. He does a bit, doesn't he? Hmm. But he hasn't been in Game of Thrones. That we know yeah, of. That we know of yet. Yet. Still want to get Will on there. I think that would be <laughs> Will and Stu on Game of Thrones. They could be on the wall. It'd be brilliant with all the other Yorkshire folk who live on the wall. It's clearly I was having where they send us. about this yesterday about the uh, regional UK accident accents that are in it. There's so many. They're pretty it's much brilliant. all there, I think. They're pretty much all there. Um, I'm going to skip on in this film because it's boring yeah, the arse off me. This is all just set up for a film that I don't really care about. Money Penny's got out of the office. There's Mr. Franks, who James Bond. Now I do like the bits in Amsterdam because I like Amsterdam. It's a nice little touristy bit. Um, oh, hovercraft and the hovercraft as well. Yeah, wow, that was state of the art back in the day. Freight ferries and hovercraft. I and it, it's got like a British Rail symbol on it. Yeah, because it was it was uh, was it state run? Was it? I think it must have been. Because we're going back to before, obviously, way before Channel Tunnel. And yeah. the hovercraft was sort of the, it was the second best way to get across. It was, but it could only take like three cars at once. That was the problem. Just not in any way cost efficient. And so that's why I, I'm so sad that I never got to go on one. You know, I've done, we've, I've done the cross channel thing many times, but always on a ferry. And it's so slow. I would have liked to go on the Sea Cat, which was the fastest. I think that yeah. took like, Eight minutes or something stupid like that. Not eight really, minutes. Not really on. that, but it was very quick. Now this is another random Google search going on. Sea cat cross channel. Because that was the catamaran, wasn't it? Yeah. Sea cat cross channel. See, they definitely. I don't think they run it anymore. I don't think they do. Oh, no, there, there are some. Oh, gosh, I should remember this from my time at the ferry company. There are some routes with the uh, cat, but not cross-channel anymore. You have to go from somewhere weird to somewhere weird. I think. It's all just ferries now. I don't know. But anyway, he's in Amsterdam. And I swear we stayed on this street. That's the that's that's this right. This I have to confess. There are two locations that I've I've definitely been on holiday to, and that's why I kind of like this one a bit. Right. And it's it's the Amst- the place in Amsterdam. I think was sort of just round the corner from where we stayed, and the other place is the Tropicana in Vegas. And I don't I can, yeah I can say this because she's two floors below me and never listens to this. The reason why I said I wanted to go to the Tropicana. It's because the drinks were free? It, it's No, that's Club Tropicana. Oh. That's a separate thing. <laughs> the Tropicana <laughs> is the one that Bond stays at in Diamonds Are Forever. That's that's it, really. That was your only uh, yeah. criteria. That, that's what? it. So he's in Amsterdam, and like they're dragging an old woman out. Of the, oh, it's the nun that smuggled stuff, isn't it? Dragging her out the uh, canal. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I missed it- that. I always wondered what that nun was about. Yeah, the nun was was helping smuggle the diamonds, and then Mister Winter, Mister Kid, are there taking pictures of the police dragging her out the uh, canal. Yeah, right. I'm with you. And then Bond turns up to T Case, Tiffany Case, Tiffany Case. There we go. Oh, of course, Tiffany Diamonds. Oh, so case. she's she's the Absolutely. one that the diamonds are going to, and she's selling the diamonds. So she's another person in the chain. And she she wanders around her house just in her pants as well. She does, as all attractive women do. Well, yeah, quite. I have to say... But then actually in Amsterdam. (laughs) Yeah. um, She's at Jill St. John here, actually one of my least favourite Bond girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not knocking her as such, but, yeah, not not one of my favourites. Not at all. Maybe because they picked someone age-appropriate for Sean Connery as well at the time. (laughs) Um, but she dusts his glass for fingerprints, and because uh, he's posing as who is he in this one? Peter Franks. Peter Franks. He's pretending to be Peter Franks. Um, now it, it's it's probably worth mentioning he actually has a lengthy relationship with this character in the books that goes. Oh, right. I think it may even go beyond the book of Diamonds of Forever. Um, I definitely I can't remember which one it was that I read that starts with him. Uh, missing her because obviously I'm reading out of order from book yeah. release and so yeah Diamonds Are Forever came before so it's whichever one follows Diamonds Are Forever I suppose um, so yeah it's she's a big character but just totally dismissed in the films beyond this one um, and she's okay she's fine just again just not one of my favourites this is the, more, the, the sort of more chauvinistic part of this show I suppose I hate to pick favourites out of a group of women. That's that's so sexist and horrible, isn't it? Yeah, if well, I have a, a favourite... Yeah, how is that my fault if I have favourites? I don't know. That said, I'm looking at her quite... Now, she's, she's quite lovely. So, there you go. I'm in a hole. Speak, please. Uh, so, <laughs> Bond is... Uh, she takes his fingerprints to make sure he's uh, who he says he is, which he's not, because she's got a copy of... Um, I love this machine in her wardrobe, by the way. Oh, the, oh, the, the X-ray fingerprinty, yeah, machiney. What's it that seemingly compares one fingerprint? She's got Peter Franks's fingerprints on file. That's it. It seems, and she can compare that to another fingerprint. Uh, luckily, he's wearing false fingerprints. That's a thing. So he'd thought of that beforehand. Yeah, quite, yeah, quite clever, really. Quite clever. So she's convinced. The trouble comes, isn't it, a little bit later when the actual Peter Franks does arrive, so he has to smash him in. And I love this bit of this film. The the It's the fight in the lift in the apartment <laughs> building in Amsterdam. It's, it's a, brilliant. It's a really good, well-choreographed fight scene. It's if you're, if you're into action in films, it's worth seeing this scene. Yeah, because it's all about stopping and starting the lift and glass and... They're in such an enclosed space. It's barely yeah. big enough for the two of them to stand next to each other comfortably in it. So the idea of having a fist fight, every time you pull your arm back to throw a punch, you put your elbow through a window and stuff like that. It's it's so good. And then I think he drowns this guy in a fire extinguisher or something, doesn't he? I, I don't know. <laughs> he, he's, he blinds him with a fire extinguisher and then he, like 
falls or he, oh, he's knocked over the uh, the balcony because unfortunately the uh the lift was on the top floor and uh he falls over and and i don't know is dead i guess well i wouldn't like to fall down many flights of stairs after a fight so i can understand him giving up and laying down there at least it's a good one it's worth watching definitely i'm skipping on again and he he hides his uh, he hides his wallet once he's killed him. He hides James Bond's wallet in the actual Peter Franks's pocket before the woman tries to find out who he is. That's clever, you see, because then the bad guys think James Bond's dead. Yeah, again, again, and they like Peter Franks even more because he killed James Bond. But the ID they pull out is his Playboy Club membership card. Of course. <laughs> brilliant is that a real thing the playboy club i think it is it's probably just a strip club isn't it i probably shouldn't google that i don't know that you'd find a club no i think would. they used there either used to be or is playboy club i'm googling it now i'm doing it too in case there are pictures yep playboy club london in mayfair it would have to be in mayfair Oh, there's a YouTube video. Cool. <laughs> Save that one for later, Rich. I will. Playing it, though. Um, <laughs> so, right. How do we get... Oh, so she's got the diamonds. He now needs to move the diamonds somewhere. He's yeah. got Peter Franks in a coffin. I assume the diamonds are in there. This yeah. is a really complicated way of just selling diamonds, you know. It is. So he's, but he's. Why does he have to intercept the diamond? Oh, it's just a friend of the government, isn't it? Some bloke just wants his diamonds back. Um. Yeah. It's not, it, Sir Donald. Oh, Sir no, Donald. Sir Donald. I think if you've got a knighthood, then you should be able to ask personal favors of the government. <laughs> I think that's how it should work. Otherwise, what's the point? They should also make you ride into battle. That should be a thing. But no one, no one suggests at all that they might um, customs check the coffin. No, God, no! It's got, but it's got a dead body in it. Not until he reaches customs and Felix Leiter has a look at it. I mean, isn't that like the best way of uh, hiding something? Put it in a box that everybody thinks has got something gross in it. <laughs> well yeah but then that's the most obvious place isn't it but at the same time the least obvious place it's so clever smuggle things in coffins full of dead people I've hit onto something here I might be getting out of the podcasting business soon <laughs> so he's uh, he gets to the US he's flown from Amsterdam to the US with this dead body with diamonds in the coffin and it's picked up by a hearse and they're in Nevada um, and they're taken to the uh, funeral home. We get which... a bit of a panic with the whole idea of being burnt to death, cre- uh, cremated to death. Yes. Which is a fairly efficient way of killing people, if I'm honest. Far better than Scorpion. Yeah. But it turns out all the diamonds were fake. Yeah. This Wint Win- and Kid are there to meet him, basically. And they catch him and put him in a coffin and send him through to get cremated. I, I just think, if you if you are prepared to have an evil enterprise sort of thing and do all this stuff, surely there are better ways of making money 
than dealing with all this diamond rubbish. Yeah. There's so much work. They've gone to so many places. There are so many steps involved. You've got to get it out of the mine, then it goes to the dentist, and the dentist goes to a helicopter, and the helicopter goes to a nun, and then the nun goes to Jill St. John, and Jill St. John goes to these people with a dead body and a corpse and a plane far away, and then they have some money, and it goes on. It's just, for fuck's sake, just sell drugs and shit. That seems like a lot easier if you're prepared to do bad things, doesn't it? If you decided, I'm not going to do legitimate business, I'm going to steal diamonds and stuff, that's my living, then you've, you know, you've made that choice in life. There are better ways of doing it. I have no respect for the bad guys in this film. This is not clever at all. Hey, he's in Vegas now, though. He is in Vegas. It doesn't look like that now. Is it a bit more neon? It's it's a bit brighter, and there's less wood panelling. And less velvet. Less, well... In some places, there might be less velvet. Okay. Um, I didn't see any women only wearing nipple tassels, though. Fewer sideburns as well. Yeah. Although you can see the women with the nipple tassels, if you so wish. <laughs> but they weren't on the Penn and Teller show. So. Right. So, of course, he ends up in a casino because it's James Bond. It's the Tropicana and Casino. And he's playing... What is he playing? Craps? Um, Snake Eyes. That's craps. That is craps, okay. Snake Eyes is something that happens in craps. Okay. When you throw and you get a double one. Right. Because then it's like snake eyes, the little beady eyes of a snake. And and he meets another Bond girl. Hmm. Is it Plenty O'Toole or something it like is that? It is Plenty O'Toole. She might as well just be called, gosh, my tits are big. <laughs> It's it's this this was just so ridiculous, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Just something for just gawking at. She's lovely though, and we get the whole joke of her being thrown out of the window. She lands in the pool, and I didn't know there was the pool there. Yeah, which is good because that would have made a horrific mess. But we get the uh, the guy who owns the casino doesn't is never seen he just watches everything on uh, on monitors doesn't he well he's like um howard hughes yeah that's basically who it's built uh, based on because he not only was a mental case but he spent the last years of his life on top of a casino yeah i forget which one i'm looking that one up now oh and uh what's the name's back from amsterdam yeah because this is just one of those jobs that requires it to fly all over the world. Well, diamonds. Can't, why can't you find someone in Amsterdam that buys diamonds? It's a big city. Why go to... Oh, this, these, these criminals infuriate me. <laughs> they just make me angry. This is so much work. My God, her boobs are just right there, aren't they? Hey. This is just so shameless. There's so much nipple. <laughs> Maybe were, were things sort of flagging a bit for the franchise? It was like, maybe we just need some eye candy in this one. Don't know. I... I'm amazed they got away with it. It's, well, no, it's not that bad. I mean, there is an actual nipple there that I'm seeing, but... Well, was it? No, well, there is. I can see it. Look closer, Rich. She definitely does not have a bra on. This is terrible. 
We're spending a long time talking about this one. <laughs> but, but it's the way they're making her lean over the craps table and throw the dice. Oh, and I'm way beyond that. I'm, I'm talking about Tiffany in the room. Oh, Tiffany in the room. Hang on. Oh, there. Yeah, do you know what? There's, there's definitely... Okay. This is shameless. This is definitely further than it goes, generally. And the worst thing is, we're 40 minutes in and nothing's happened. That's what I'm struggling with, you know? I, I feel like we're... You know, because some of these come really naturally. Yeah. And some of these, there's a lot to talk about, or that has been so far. I feel I'm... I feel like I'm struggling a bit. And I, I think it's because nothing has happened. It's... Ugh, it's a slow film. Not a lot does happen. It's just about smuggling diamonds, and then we find out that the there's a sting operation in in oper, in in operation <laughs> sting operation in operation, um, and Tiffany's at the centre of it or something. There's an elephant in a bloody casino. That's circus circus for you. Mm. That's not there anymore. We didn't go in there. But I'm it was, surprised. Yeah, it was all like a circus. Apparently, that was the one where above the casino floor they're they're doing all the trapeze tricks yeah. and that sort of thing all the time, which and that actually bothers me. I I don't want to be on if someone's doing the trapeze thing, that's great. I don't need to be stood underneath you trying to ignore the fact that you're doing that because that's that makes it frightening. What if you fall and kill me? Yeah, I know. That, I know they had a safety net. They made a point of showing the safety net. All right. Okay. That's not so bad then, I suppose. Then but then we, then we get to one of the most racist side shows I've ever seen, I think. The Gorilla Woman. Yeah. I don't get this at all. I don't... This, I, 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 another thing that frustrates me is that I don't want people to think that I've not really seen this film. Because I'm having such trouble with it. I've seen this film 300 times. There's There's no doubt that I have sat through Diamonds of Forever more times than I can possibly count. I think it says a lot about the film that at no point has any of it gone into my brain and stayed there. Yeah, except for Mr. Winter, Mr. Kid. Yeah. I mean, I, I can quote lines from Star Trek scripts that are, that are older than this film that I've seen fewer times. But this, I, 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 I'm sketchy on what the plot is. And I, you know, it gets kind of hazy in the, this sort of mid-range. It, it's it's difficult because they're really not that well written, and this is a great example of one that really isn't that well written. Mm. I'm I'm tempted to to give the book a go just to see how it compares, um, because of all the books I've read so far, they're not the greatest books, but they are at least coherent stories and and understandable. Whereas this one, not so much. Not so much at all. It's just a bit weird. And the, there's a lot of following. They follow people. and A lot of following and a lot of chasing. And looking. Lots of following and looking. And then... Oh, God, I'm just... I'm scanning bombed. through oh, it now. Yeah, I'm scanning through and, it as well. I'm waiting for there to be a scene where someone isn't in a vehicle going somewhere or following oh, someone oh, or watching someone. Bond's hiding in the back of a van and is... Remains unnoticed, and he gets into uh, U.S. government base in the middle of the desert. Steals another thing, and there's another chase. 
Yeah. Um, and it's, it's an underground lab, and he pretends to be a scientist. Again, this, this is it gets weird because this is an example of lots of scientists working without question in a lab that does evil. Like, yeah. they're, they're just normal scientists, but they're doing evil, but not asking questions about it. And they don't, they don't even question the fact that the things they're studying come out of a stuffed toy. Exactly. And, and are clearly diamonds. Yeah. None of that. We'll not bring that up. Um, what we're actually building up to, I think, is the, the bit of a chase with the worst special effect of all time. Um, <laughs> the problem being that they had this little shot where the car goes up on two wheels. Oh, before we get to that... We've got to mention the fake moon scene. Oh, where they're clearly practicing a fake moon landing or something yeah. like that. And he's yeah, and he runs across the set and steals the moon buggy, and goes off on a chase. <sighs> I, I, I don't like this. This and this film gets worse the more we analyse it. You know, it does. And why can't the spaceman move very quickly? Why would you attempt to steal the moon buggy? It just makes no sense. I don't know. Is this NASA? Is this an evil terrorist organization well, that's going no, to it's, space? It's a, it's a government base in the middle of the desert. It's a hat tip to Area 51, isn't it? Oh, right. Okay. Right. I, I never got that, really. Um, so that's love... where they reckon they fake the moon landings and stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. If, that, if they like. <laughs> I'll go with it. Sorry, the car. The car. It goes up on two wheels, right? It does. That consists of two shots. One shot of it going up onto two wheels and entering a small alleyway, which was the reason it went up onto two wheels. The other shot Mm -hmm. comprises of it coming out of that small alleyway and falling back down onto four wheels. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the two stunt teams and crews that did the two shots didn't coordinate so well on which two wheels the car went up onto. And so it has to appear as if halfway through this tiny alleyway, he flips it from one set of two wheels to the other side of the car. And they do this weird thing where they rotate the frame in the gate of something. It's a really cheap special effect. I'm just trying to get to that bit here. Where is it? Let me see if I can find you a time code. I've got it now. 104.42. Right. It's it's really not good, and and it's. Do you know what though? For years and years, I don't think anyone noticed. I had to be that, told because of that frame tip in I, the car, like that little edit trick that they've done there, goes up onto the right side. I'm playing it through now, and it, you can't do this with a normal car, by the way. Um, and of course, the policeman's car won't do it. That just rolls right over. Only yeah, secret yeah. agents can do this. And then and, they... Oh, hello. Hello, Pinewood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then back into Vegas on the other two wheels. Uh, that that would be why, because they actually filmed this chase through Vegas, didn't they? Yeah. Cause but that, again... That's one of my favourite things, is that they've just gone, oh, we'll close the streets, and all these people standing on the sidewalk are there to watch the filming. Hmm. It was a bit of a different place in 1971. Yeah. Uh, much quieter, much smaller. Um, that sort of thing. Not as nice, from what I gather. 
but it does have a cool fish tank bed. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I, I don't know. No, I need something with a bit of give in it. Not just a fish <laughs> tank. It does look rather uncomfortable, doesn't it? It really does, actually. And I bet it's cold when you touch it. It can't be warm, that. Well, no, you know it can't be. The fish would be dead. Exactly. Uh, then he's going to scale a hotel. That's kind of cool. Breaks in. He's got trousers that help him do that. Oh, and then no, he, he goes up on top of the lift, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, and swings round. He's looking for the guy that's been missing. I don't even know why anymore. I don't know what he's because he's to do in he's he's the one who's smuggling the diamonds, right? Okay, or so he thinks. Yeah, but he meets Blofeld and Mister Wins, Mister Kid, is it? And instead yep. of just shooting him in the head, which would just solve all their problems immediately, or throwing him off the building, any mm. there are just any number of ways they could efficiently dispatch James Bond at this point. He's even unconscious, isn't he? Because uh, they gas him in the lift. Yeah. But no, what do they decide to do? Leave him alive, but seal him in an underground pipeline of some kind. Which he, of course, escapes from. So he can come back and ruin all your plans later in the film. Silly people. I don't like the assassins either. Where do you want to skip to next? I hate this film. I hate it. I hate it. I, I came into this so positive and now I hate it. An hour, an hour and 20 minutes in and nothing has happened yet. I, I don't feel like anything has. Bits of stuff. Just bits of things has happened. I tell you what, they buried that pipe really quickly, didn't they? They did and never once remotely saw that there was a human being in it. No. No one ever thought to look in the pipe. No one just glanced in it by chance. No, no. They just buried it like you do. So so he goes, he survives and escapes that by some weird robot being broken. So someone goes to investigate and he just goes, oh, good morning, and walks away. Because that would happen. Yeah. And uh, goes to a house. Why does he go to this house? I have no idea. This is where I'm stuck as well. Is this the house where they think the guy... This is the house where they think they've got the guy that they thought was in the casino but wasn't. Willard White. So they thought he was on the top floor of the casino but he wasn't. Blofeld was. But they now think he's in this house. And I don't know why they think that but they do. And there are actually just two scantily clad attractive women that can kick the shit out of him. Called Bambi and Thumper. There you go. It's a Disney reference. It is. That's what you want in your Bond films. See what they did there. Yeah. But the guy is there and he hasn't got a clue what's going on. He's quite upset about the whole thing. And in cl- Oh, it must have been his place with the moon buggy and everything. Uh, yeah. I think it was. I okay. don't know what's happening. Now I've skipped on to hour 31 and there's missiles blowing up and stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen this film. I really, really have. I'm hang on, hang clearly on. Clearly very thick. Oh, yeah, no, because they're going to, like, something's in space. I don't know what. Right, it's time satellite. to it's time to seriously ask the question. Is this a shit film, Nick? Hang on, hang on. I think, I'm o- I'm only an hour and a half in. Let's not <laughs> let's not I think it's jump a shit the gun. Film. That's what the diamonds were for. The diamonds were for making a satellite that could do something 
Oh, they, yeah. To make a laser, because you need diamonds to make a laser that can blow up a missile silo. Right. That's what it was. That's why we're in space. Are lasers really made with diamonds? I wasn't sure they were. And they can turn a, a submarine red and cause a white flash on your screen. Then they must be stopped. That's clearly why James Bond was required for this job. Yeah. White flashes on screens everywhere and red submarines. That's got to be stopped. Um, and then they just sort of have a battle. That's it. That's this entire film. It's really not good, this. On an oil rig, though. Hmm. From from out of nowhere, they're on an oil rig. Because you can get an oil rig and no one know. Can't you? That's ludicrous. Of course, if you've got a fucking oil rig, the world must know that you've got this thing, that it's there, and what you're doing with it. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed private secret oil rigs. And I think but, that maybe building one entirely in secret is difficult. But Tiffany's on the oil rig as well. That's never really explained, is it? No. Why not just kill her? And she's sunbathing. Of course. And their entire their entire satellite thing is controlled by an audio cassette. Is this of which there is only one, by the way? Yeah. So, you know, don't lose that one cassette. I hate this. I'm at an hour forty three now. I don't really want to look at it anymore. I'm never <laughs> going to see this film again. It's terrible. And the, yeah, and then the then the helicopters come in, and there's a big gunfight on an oil rig seems safe um and then he wins yeah he wins kind of what happens to blofeld doesn't he try and escape in a little submarine but james and... bond gets the crane that's got hold of it but does that mean that blofeld's dead no blofeld doesn't die until uh for yeah. your, not for your eyes only it's it's a really rubbish that, opening yeah. as well isn't it yeah but so he doesn't die, but his submarine blows up. Something like that. Probably just swims back to shore then. I guess so. I, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's and, awful. And then there's a there's a cruise ship, lots of confetti. Oh, he goes on holiday with the lady. But Mr. Wint and Mr. Kidd are the, the butlers and they have a bomb. So one assumes they're just pissed off at their lack of employment thanks to him. Yeah. Because otherwise, his job isn't done in any way, shape or form if they're still being employed by Spectre to kill him, surely. And then one of them gets set on fire and has to jump overboard to put himself out. And the other one... Doesn't he explode? Makes a a very odd carry-on face. Yeah, he he explodes. Yeah, he's he's chucked in the water with the bomb. Yeah. And he explodes and it doesn't even affect the ship at all. Because once again, when you could have killed James Bond and his girlfriend by just walking into the room with a gun and shooting them both, they thought, no, a cake bomb. (laughs) That's what we need. Cake bomb will do this. Oh, and a snake, probably. I bet snake was suggested in the meeting. No, 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 not a snake. How about a scorpion? Done scorpion. Can't do that one twice. (laughs) People will talk. You know. So I'm kind of at the end of this film now. And uh, it's a terrible, terrible James Bond film. It is. It is. 
Yeah, it's bad. But they paid Sean Connery a record $1.25 million to appear in this film. An astoundingly small amount of money. Who wrote the screenplay for this? I've got to have a look. What else have they written? Richard Maybaum. Who wrote a few of them. Yeah, he's... This, you know, it shouldn't have been as bad as it was. He's got some good stuff on his CV. Yeah. Um, I I don't know why it's as bad as it was. Like I say, I will get to the book one day. I have to read all of Game of Thrones, so it can't be spoiler for me first, but... (laughs) Let's not get into that. We'll not get into that, but once I've done with that, I will read other books, and I'll put Diamonds of Forever on the list. Good. And we can compare it to this Holocaust of a movie. Terrible, terrible film. It's it's really bad. I feel bad that we've in any way talked about it now. But at least we've established how bad it is. It was a bad one for Connery to go out on, wasn't it? Yeah. He should have just let it be and... Definitely the worst of his. Not done it. Definitely the worst of his. I think, you know, it it ranks low on the, the, the list of all Bond films as well. It gets a 6.7 on IMDb, though. That's overly generous, I feel. Isn't it? Very. Well, like, it will win points back for various things. Like, I think you'll forgive it more because it's a James, a James Bond film. And especially, yeah, when you think of the people who vote for the quality of films on IMDb, I bet not one of them was alive when this film came out. Or very few of them were. Uh, and so maybe we all remember it more fondly because it's a Bond film. Maybe. Uh, I don't know, because I, I don't think... I think if this came out as the new Daniel Craig one, it would be hammered. It would be yeah. absolutely panned. Especially if it followed the Skyfall. You know, it, it would be absolutely panned. So it's it's not a good one. Not a good one. I think definitely the worst Connery one. Um... Roger Moore will help the the series sink to lower depths, though. It has to be said. Uh, Because there's Moonraker to come. But I'd rank it in at least the bottom five. I'll have a a definitive list by the time we end this uh, series. I think we should should do a definitive list, shouldn't we? Definitely. Definitely. Um, Because you can rank them all. You you do all the films, then rank them by Bond and all that kind of thing. Hang on a minute. The main villains in the book are not Blofeld. Entirely feasible. Where are you reading that? This is on IMDb Trivia. What are the differences to the novel? Ah, right. Um... Felix Leiter now has a prosthetic limb from being attacked by a shark in Live and Let Die. What? Is that in the film? No, it's in the book. Oh, right. So they must have filmed them in a separate order. Oh, yeah, they did. The the series of books is a totally different order to the series of films. Doctor No is something like book six. Something like that. And From Russia With Love follows Diamonds Are Forever. I'm remembering that now. Um, yeah, it's a totally different order to things. Of course, Casino Royale's the first one. 
So there you go. Do you have anything else to say about this film? Apart from the fact that Plenty O'Toole is drowned for no reason and no explanation is given. She's fine. They just throw her in a pool. No. After that, when he goes and meets uh, Tiffany, there's a dead body in the pool and there's no explanation given. I think the the explanation is is that they think that she is Jill St. John. Although why she was there, I don't know. I don't understand that whole bit of it. I feel like I, I'm going to watch this through again and really pay close attention. I'll watch it for the 302nd don't, time. Don't, don't do it. Don't put yourself through it again. I will, though. I've got the Blu-rays and everything. It'll be great. Oh, okay. I'll do another marathon. <laughs> it, this, is, this is a shit film. It is. I'm looking forward to the next one, though. I am too. I've got because lots of it, good... it needs it needs something fresh. It almost needs someone new to take over. It does, doesn't it? I kind yeah. of feel like this was a filler one. I really do. It, it just they they had to put out a Bond film, maybe, and and this was the best they could get together without picking another new James Bond. I think they were a bit lost after on Her Majesty's Secret Service, weren't they? I think they were a bit lost before that one started, to be perfectly honest. They um, didn't know where they were going. And yeah. they went, right, let's go back to something we know. We know Connery, just pay him whatever it takes. But it doesn't it doesn't bring out a good film though. So no, but I think it was probably an, I think probably it was an easy one for them to make. Maybe so. Maybe so. Because of as we've established, nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens it's such a dull film lots of following and driving in this film so i'm just going to say thank you for listening everybody (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry i hope you enjoyed our entertaining gibberish whatever go and watch diamonds of forever if if you want to object to anything we have a facebook group you can do that on or agree with us or whatever but in any case check out the next show it'll be more fun it will I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Live and dead die. It's brilliant. Brilliant. It's got lots of things in it. So, yeah. Okay, thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.